And I do have a thought and a word from God. And you have been praying for a long time, almost double-digit years. And this morning, your prayer is going to be answered. This morning is your turn. Your time has finally come. This will be the greatest day of your life, the best news you've ever heard in all your life. Hallelujah. Chapter 3 of the book of Exodus, verse 10. Oh, the devil is afraid when I pick up this mic. I do deadly things, dangerous stuff. Praise God. And this morning is no different. Chapter 3 of the book of Exodus, verse 10. Come now, therefore, and I'll send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. I'm going to bring my children out of Egypt. My title is, The Word Has Got Out. The Word Got Out that God's going to save my family. I'm here to talk to you about your family. Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth right now, Jesus. We're about to have church. And Lord, it's about you. And the cherubim and the seraphims are invited. And all the angels and the mighty ones of the heavens are coming down right now, God. As we minister to your marvelous name. In the name of Jesus. Oh, clap prayers to the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't turn my mic down. Turn me up, if anything. Don't turn me down. I love my voice. I'm in love with my voice. I said, I'm in love with my voice. That's better. I, I said, I'm in love with my voice. Don't touch my voice. Shake somebody's hand and say, you love his voice. You love his voice. You may be seated. 430 years, Abraham have been waited for God to save his family. And the word got out. God says, time. In fact, I felt the Holy Ghost here right now. The rapture is not far away. You guys don't believe it. Someone's going to wake up in heaven. And someone's going to wonder what happened. The rapture is about to take place. And I'm going to tell you the Holy Ghost is involved in that. The Holy Ghost is in a cleanup campaign. God is working on the backlog. The Holy Ghost is working on a backlog. The Holy Ghost is cleaning up on a backlog. And God, notice here the message 
was not sent to the people to be saved. It was sent to the one that kept them from being saved. I'm going to tell you, beloved, wherever you are this morning, whatever kept your family from being saved, God has a word for that spirit. Today, your family is going to feel the spirit of release. Because God said, I have seen, I have heard. <laughs> now, your family doesn't know that they're under a taskmaster. Your family don't know they're afflicted with an addiction they can't get over. Your, 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 your family is crying with sorrow and don't even know why they're crying. And they don't know that there's a taskmaster in their life. And they, you know, your family have accepted the abnormal as normal. But God is going to pull the rug off. And God is not sending the message to them, but the forces that kept them out of church. God said, Moses, go down to Egypt. Now, church, you got to realize this. Egypt is a type of the world. Satan is typified by the king of Egypt. Bondage are the addiction that your family is caught in. I don't care whether it's drugs, sex, immorality, atheism, cigarettes, whatever, but this is the year of Jubilee. God is not going to talk to them. He's going to talk to the spirit that have them bound. It's no use talk to a man that's drunk, he won't understand. But you talk to the spirit that has him bound. It's no use talking to a woman that's bound. Talk to the spirit that have her bound. Because that's where the problem is. And the rest of go down to Egypt and go tell King Pharaoh. Let no sound. <laughs> You know, your family don't, don't even know they belong to God. God already claimed your family for salvation. God said to tell you, I did not appoint your family for wrath, but to obtain salvation. I, I knew I'm talking to everybody. I knew that. I knew that. Those who caught a hold of the revelation realize my family will not be a toasting person in hell. Some pulled out of the fire, hating the garments spotted by the flesh. And God said, go down. Sister Bean, I make your promise to help me, God. Every time you pray for your family, it's answered. Brother Bean, can you confirm that with a hallelujah? You can do better than a whole lot that. Man. Come on, man. Get mad. Get mad. Say Hallelujah. Anybody else feel that? Wake up and shout hallelujah. I don't care if it's a husband, a wife, or a daughter. In this service, the spirit of the Lord is going to touch somebody's heart. And they're going to be liberated by the divine revelation of the Holy Ghost. 
Satan is afraid of this service. God tell King Pharaoh that Emperor Jesus says, let my people go. I'll never forget when I discovered I was hooked on nicotine. I didn't even know I was hooked on nicotine. You can't convince a guy who's drunk that he's hooked on alcohol. You can't even convince a guy who seemed normal that he's deceived. Part of the salvation of your family is God have to take the scales of their eyes. God got to remove the calcium from their heart. Because they don't know they are deceived. They think they are in charge. But whatever have them bound need to hear a word from the Lord. Let my people go. Hallelujah. Now, never forget, a man of God came down from the pulpit and just laid hands on me and said, Now, you're free. I don't know what he meant by being free. All I know is I'm a cigarette addict. And he prayed, You're free. I have never smoked since 1972. I said, I have never smoked. What happened? God made a decree. That my time has come. There's a lady, she's passed away now. She was a Jehovah Witness. She was a, a, a staunch, strong Jehovah Witness. She was, she, was, she was valiant and violent for it, like a Muslim was. And one day, her family's praying for her. And the Holy Ghost literally entered in her house. And give her a revelation, a visible visitation. And begin to talk to her. Church, false doctrine went out. Revelation came in. That's how she died. Satan may have planned for you and your family to be held down. But God has a different plan. It's not the will of God that your family perish. It's not the will of God that your family go to hell. It's not God's plan that they be lost. It's the will of God that they be loosened. Let go. And this is the hour and this is the moment that you should start glorifying God. You're going to get a phone call. Your phone going to be ringing. Believe what you're hearing. The Holy Ghost has sent out a messenger. Jay Brothers being dispatched to bring the unthinkable message. Woman, you were bound, but now you're free. You never thought it could happen to me. 
up till God send the year of Jubilee. I'm trying to tell somebody the exodus is about to take place. God gave me a word. He got some people in McMurray. He wanted to bring out of bondage into the marvelous light. I'm going to prophesy. Every one of these people is going to be filled with people that God let go of. So help me God. There is no Satan on earth. There is no spirit. There is no sickness. There is no, nothing in this world that can stop what I just said a while ago. Amen. Brother Espinosa, believe me, your kid's going to be saved. Your son and your daughter. Can you accept that? Can you believe that? Lift up those hands and believe God. Can you believe what I'm saying? You know why? Not because they are seeking him, but God claimed them. You weren't looking for God. God was looking for you. You didn't first love God. He first loved you. You didn't find God. God found you. You're going to be saved. And you're going to preach the gospel. I'm telling you right now, you're going to preach this gospel in the Caribbean. You're going to go back and do some things you've never done before. Can you believe that? I'm prophesying on you right now. In Jesus' name. I just come you for the kingdom. Amen. Victory. 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 In the name of your wife going to be saved like you are. He told him, your husband going to be saved. Well, come on. Can you believe it? Can you receive it? Because God specializes in things that are impossible. God tells Pharaoh to let my. Now, that's not a suggestion. I want to tell you people that believe your family is so hard and callous and indifferent. That's the kind God specializes in. Paul one time cursed this thing and now he embraces it. I'm writing a book about the mantle. The Apostle Paul pick up Stephen Mantle well, they stoned him. And when he was dying, he had a mantle he was going to give away also. The mantle of Stephen impacted Saul and turned him into a Paul. Don't you underestimate what God can accomplish in your family. I'm not talking about individuals, I mean the whole family. The entire household. Go tell Pharaoh, let go. In case you're wondering if God can do it, go ask Nebuchadnezzar what God did with him. God says, seven years, you're going to eat grass like an ox.
Some of you have the whole, I've, been, I've been talking tongues yet and getting the Holy Ghost like you should. In seven days, God's going to knock your knees down. You're going to froth. You're going to vomit. You're going to lay down and act like you're mad. Because the Holy Ghost is going to show you who the boss is. But I don't care how sterile you are. When the Holy Ghost gets moving, you got to move. I don't care if you're a black, white, yellow, pinker. When the Holy Ghost gets ready, you got to move. And I feel the Holy Ghost is in this place right now. Shatala Mahanda, and he wants to move on you and move in your family and move in the entire household. You can't run from God. He'll send out a warrant for your arrest, and you have to bow to God. God tell Pharaoh, let my people go. What for? To worship. Wives, you're going to be shocked when you hear your husband talking in tongues. Wives, when the tears come flowing like a river, you're going to be shocked when the knees start buckling. When an old bad wife will throw a saucer at you, start humbling herself. Mm, that rebellious kid come and say daddy I'm sorry mama I'm sorry so help me God I'm prophesying and I'm telling you God gonna save your family contrary to popular opinion contrary to Pharaoh's idea this is the day this is the year of Jubilee God is giving you a word God did not send Moses to the people. He sent right to the heart of the problem. Mm. He said, well, Pharaoh won't let him go. I said, I know that. The first thing you're going to see before the salvation come is a hardening of their heart. But don't forget, David says, God made my heart soft. I want to tell you a secret about the Lord. The Lord has a chamber in heaven where the heart transplant. God will take away the stony heart from your husband, from your wife, from your sons, and your daughters, and even from you also. That you've hardened up so much. And instead of a rocky heart, you have a waxy heart. And when you get in the presence of the Son of God, you're going to melt down. I said, Hallelujah. God said, A new heart will I give them. And I'll take away the stony heart and give them a heart of flesh. I was thinking to myself, Ezekiel Boneyard had a bunch of bones there. And everything in that boneyard was dead. A lot of you have buried your hope and buried your faith and buried your confidence. As far as you're concerned, it's a dead case. It's not going to happen. But the Lord said the, the answer is all they needed to hear is a prophetic word. Yeah. Yeah. Can they live? 
Well, God, what kind of question is that? Can they live? God, you know. Can my husband live? Can my wife live? Can my sons live? When God saved your son and daughter, he will knock 10 years off their lives. I remember, I, I, this is honest truth, I remember a man, he hated me, hated the church with all his heart, with all his mind. And he said, I will never put my foot in that church. Absolutely never. And I don't want my kids or my wife coming to that church. And friend, he became a taskmaster. Mm. I said, woman, God want to save you. Oh, no. Not him. What do you know about God? What God can do? How dare you write God off? What's hard for you is easy for him. What you don't know, God knows. God hold his breath in the palm of his hand. One touch of his iodine, he's a madman. And one touch of the Holy Ghost, he's a glad man. Don't you mess around with God. God can cripple him and God can heal him. God can kill him and God can raise him up. How dare you put limitation on God. Take that limit off God. He said, I will never, ever. I like this kind of talk. Because God will way of humble him down to dirt. And says, I am that I am. And at my command, every knee shall, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ ain't no ordinary person. <laughs> Clap your hands to Jesus. And I never forget the day. I don't know what would happen. She got so angry at the taskmaster. The way he treated her so bad, make her life so miserable that she hated him, literally hated him. And she wanted me to give her permission to divorce him. I said, not on your life. I said, he's going to be saved. She said, well, if he ever gets saved, I'm going to quit church. So she told me, if he ever come in church, I'll quit. I said, you do what? He said, I quit. He said, we ain't going to the same church. I said, woman, God going to save that man. No, anybody but. Because you see, she put him in the graveyard. Hello. But God specialized in thing considered. See that thought up there? I walk in church one day, God says, is there anything too hard? Can you, Pastor Neil, name anything that I can't do? How dare you limit me? How dare you restrict me? I can exceed whatever you thought or imagined because I'm in control. 
I'm never out of control. Brother Beaton, I'm going to tell you, Brother Beaton. One day, he walked in my office. And he stood before me, and he started shaking. And he started quivering. And I knew you were going to talk in tongues. I didn't preach to him. I didn't call him. I didn't reach out to him. But the Holy Ghost that's in this building drew him. Said, no man come to me except I. And God is irresistible. And friend, I baptized him in Jesus' name. He got the Holy Ghost. And the wife wasn't happy at all. She was mad. Heaven rejoice. Let's worship God. That's not the first time. Don't let what you're going through ride off your husband. Don't let what you're going through right off your wife or right off your children. The taskmaster and the hardship may make you get callous, but please stay soft and believe that you can receive indifferent from the way you left the house. The Bible lets us know that Pharaoh let my people go. Everybody in this church that are saved, there was a day when God told the devil, let you go. Let's worship God. Let's worship God right now. Let them go. It's not a suggestion. It's not an argumentative talk. He says, and I know that Pharaoh will harden his heart and will not let them go. You ever heard about the more you pray, the worse it got? You ever heard the more you believe, the further it seemed? They tell me the answer is on the way. This I know. Jesus said, I believe it, and it is so. My heavenly Father. No, my knee before we pray. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Let's worship God. Let's worship God. God tells Pharaoh. And Pharaoh says, who's the Lord? I don't know him. Why should I obey him? Beloved, God can move mountains. Somebody, God wants to save your entire family. There's a woman bound for 18 years. The Pharisees couldn't help her. The Sadducees couldn't help her. The Essenes couldn't help her. The Herodians couldn't help her. And one day, Mr. Jesus walked on. Walking down my alley. And he saw her. And maybe he was sitting down or standing up. I don't know what he was doing. And they're watching him to see what he's going to do. Everybody will not be happy when your family is free. You will always have in your neighborhood a Janice and a John Breen. I don't mean Janice Alexander either. 
a Janus and Jambres. And I want to tell you, sometimes good things will happen to your family while you're trying to reach them. And that hardens their heart. Because they're not sick with leprosy and disease and cancer and tuberculosis, hello, where it bring them to their knee and they got a good job and a good situation going for them, they think, well, why do I need the Lord? Well, life does not consist, brother, of the abundance of things that men possess. Hallelujah. In just a moment, you can lose it all. In just one second, you can lose it all. And only what's done for Christ shall be lasting. Amen. And I'm telling you, church, sometimes the goodness of God don't lead people to repentance. It leads them to hardness. Because look, I got, I got a good job. I got money in my pocket. I got degrees on the wall. It's all me. Well, why do I need God? Honey, on your way out, you will need him. And the Lord says, 18 years too long. She's been bound. And it's time to set her free. Religion will accept you the way you are, but not Jesus. Amen. Jesus does not feel good enough just to save you alone. He wants your entire household. He doesn't just want you. And sometimes we're selfish. We think about our salvation, and we forget about our sons and our daughter. You know why? Because Pharaoh says, don't go too far. I don't know what you have to do to live a life of success and prosperity so your mom and dad see that you're saved. But at some point, like Laban, they have to look at you and say, I notice from the day you walk in the house. I'm blessed. Don't leave. Hallelujah. Somewhere in your life, they're going to realize that there must be a God in your life that make you the way you are and that bring forth to a Ruth. Hallelujah. You know why God saved you? To make you a bait in your family. I saw a lady, you know, she, I feel so sad for her. I knew they were going to deceive her. You know, she came in here and she got a, a glorious experience like some folks never have. I mean, knock her down in front of the Holy Ghost and, and just talk in tongues through her at will and, and she moved in the spirit. And, and so her, 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 she got a, a phone call to go to the Caribbean because her family was over there. Now, I know when the devil starts giving you trips, he's going to trip you up. When Satan starts sending you on trips and journey, I know he's going to trip you up. Because you know what he's doing? Moving you far from the source of salvation. Very few came back in the faith. It's called isolate and destroy. God saved you and your family to be a bait to the rest. 
hear God save all seven at the same time. But one of them is a bait to get the rest. Hallelujah. And she went, and I've seen it more than one time. How many times if that person had just kept the faith when her family was at death door, she could have prayed them through to salvation. The very moment God called you in the faith because somebody in your family need to see the glory of God. Why did Lot follow Abraham? You think Lot is dumb? Lot is a businessman. Lot make decisions as business sensible. Well, water plane. Who wants to live on the mountain not with the rocky and all that stuff? Well, the place is all prosperous. But he saw that God was with Abraham. What did God say to Lot when Abraham prayed for him? Do you have any family here? Can you church be willing to go to heaven and your husband not go? I told wives and husbands this all the time and children and families. Forget that you're blood relatives and pray for them like a lost soul. And that will give you more compassion than you ever had. Let's worship God. It's easily because the rights that you have are not recognized. It can make you bitter and hard. But God said, Moses, go down there and bring out your people. You know why God could tell Moses that? And you know why they could believe Moses? Moses survived the Nile. Moses survived Pharaoh's wrath. And they couldn't deny that somebody could be saved from the wrath of Pharaoh. I'm going to confess to you, I came in church because I watched my brother talking in tongues. And my, my question was, how, how are you talking in tongues? What, what, made, what made that happen? Why do you do it? And he couldn't tell me, and I thought, you're a stupid thing. You can't tell me why you can't talk, why you talk in tongues like that. He said, well, I can't explain it. And I, I got pretty angry at him, you know. And God's watching me getting angry at him. <laughs> God's watching me getting angry at him, and he couldn't tell me how he's talking in tongues and why he's doing all that stuff. So I got pretty mad at him. But the, the time came, and my time came, and they asked me the same question. Well, how, how do you talk in tongues? There are some things that are unexplainable. It's the unspeakable gift of God that your wife and your husband and your children don't know. And I'm going to talk about the wife and the husbands. Don't be content just to be saved, and they're not saved. It's time to pray, God, bring them in. Come on, church. It's time for you to pray that they see what you have seen. It's time for you to pray, God, open their eyes that they may have the same revelation I got. Let's worship God. There's a girl one time wanted to get married. I said, you can't marry that guy. He's not saved. I said, well, we're, 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 we're sweetheart from youthful days. I said, I, I know, but don't blame me. I didn't give her the Holy Ghost. God did. 
you ask me a serious question, and I give you a serious answer. God gave her the Holy Ghost because God wanted to save you. And so she got all her jewelries and, and got for the Holy Ghost with all that stuff on. She, and she said, oh, no, I'm saving without it. And friend, the more she said, the more the Holy Ghost got a hold of her. The more she talked in tongues. And finally she got baptized the same day. In Jesus' name. And church, let me tell you something here. She said, okay, God, whatever you want me to do. I said, lady, if you will do what's right, God will, listen now. I said, God will bring him from the countries that, off the plane, and the chairs right before me. says, he will sit before my desk. He's going to ask me these questions. I'm going to answer them. And then he's going to be talking in tongues. And I'm going to take him from right here to the Baptist over there. Because you're doing what's right. The promise is for you. And your family too. The Holy Ghost is available to your children. And your children, children. Grandma, grandpa, husband. You guys don't believe it? I'm telling you, Jesus is wrapping this thing up. Let us stand. You know what happens? He says, Pastor, my boyfriend is coming. I said, you bring him right here. He sat in that chair right before me. And I put her out the door. And he started asking me questions about what we believe. And I told him what we believe. And I finished talking to them, and I purposely didn't say, you need to get saved. I said, nice meeting you. He said, well, aren't you going to pray for me? <laughs> when you ask a preacher that, you're evoking power. Are you going to pray for me? I said, absolutely, yes. I said, if you believe, I'm going to lay hands on you. When I do, you're going to start speaking in tongues. He got the Holy Ghost instantaneously. Almost tore up my office. That was a sign for the marriage certificate. But after he came in, his mom and dad and sister got the message. And then his country got the message. You are a stepping stone. Pharaoh does not want you to let go. He wants to keep you in bondage, whatever your bondages are. There are different kind of bondages there are, you know what I'm saying? But church, I remember going to his country and caused havoc in that country. People bowing to the message. Every family represented right now. In you shall all the family of the hurt be blessed. Would you bow your head right now? Pharaoh said, I won't let them go. Do you believe that? Let me tell you when Pharaoh let go. When the son was slain. The son was slain. 
Pharaoh had to let go. When I ask you to step toward this pulpit, it will not be for your salvation. I'm asking you to step out for your wife and your husband, your children and your grandma and your grandpa. I want you to do a step of faith for your family because God sent me to the family this morning that your unsaved mom, unsaved dad, unsaved husband, unsaved wives, I know they're bound. They're bound by tradition, bound by religion, bound by doctrine and philosophy of men. But God is saying a word to them. Let them go. I don't care if they're religious or demoniac, blind or bound or crippled. You can see them right now being converted. I want you to start celebrating right now. <laughs>